How you doing? How you been? Welcome back to the Space with Spo show. On today's episode, I'm going to get you guys excited for 2021. We're going to cover three massive projects and missions coming up that include Boeing Starliner test flights, NASA's landing of the Mars Perseverance rover, and most importantly, the deployment of the James Webb Telescope. I'm then going to answer some questions you guys sent over on Instagram, and we'll finish the episode with a down-to-earth segment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride, baby. Let's go. The dash is digi, the schedule busy, my head in a hoodie, my shorty a goodie, my cousins are crazy, my cousins like boogie, life is amazing, it is what it should be, been here for 10 but I feel like a rookie, I tell her look up cause it's snowing in tussies, but for three years man you can't even book me, it's me and little baby that going crazy. Live from Easy Murray Hill, Hill Manhattan, you are now listening to Space with Spo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Space with Spo show, I just got finished moving, as you can see I am in a new location It's a new month. Episode four has been a long time coming, but the wait is over. It's here. Let's go. What's good in space? Okay, so last year, 2020, fuck 2020, but 2020 was a massive year in space. It marked the beginning of a whole new era. The commercialization of space is finally here. You know when you think about the 80s in Miami and the whole Miami Vice thing and it looked like we missed a big party there? In 10 years from now, y'all are going to look back to this time and be like, wow, we were living when the doors to space literally opened for the general public. Elon SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket and Crew Dragon spacecraft became the first privately built spacecraft in the history of the world to be certified by NASA and bring astronauts to space. Everybody remembers the dynamic duo Bob and Doug, right? Okay, I'm just checking. Now this year, Boeing finally plans to join the fun. Boeing plans on completing some final Starliner spacecraft tests twice this year. The first will be an uncrewed orbital flight, while the second, which could happen as early as June, will have astronauts on board. Who doesn't love a little friendly competition, right? Who's going to have the smoother ride? Which spacecraft will the astronauts prefer? Look, this is going to help everybody. Let's just get this process going. Everybody's freaking out on this planet right now. We have to spread out. There's so much room out there in our solar system. There's a ton of room for everybody. We don't need to be next to each other like this. Spread out. Obviously, once we get Starliner and a few other reliable transportation systems going, the floodgates are going to open up. So yeah, this year, you guys are going to be hearing a lot about private and public spaceflight companies. So this is a special message For Boeing, SpaceX, Blue Origin, Virgin, Axum, I have yet to pledge an allegiance to anybody yet, okay? SpaceX is currently in the lead because of everything they've been doing recently and Elon Musk's recent success, but I'm a free agent, baby. Send me some merch and I will defend your company with my life. I am a size large and I like sweatshirts. At this point, I'm considering turning this podcast into an aerospace company. Space with Spo, Aerospace and Co. In about two weeks, after traveling a long, lonely, and cold 350 million miles, the next generation of robotics will attempt to land on Mars, the red planet. Even though it looks more orange to me with the naked eye, but that's another argument for another day, the red planet. 
If you didn't know, we love rovers here in America. We've already sent four rovers to Mars. Three of them are dead. One is still alive. Shout out to Curiosity. And this new one about to pull up is named Perseverance. And this will be our fifth rover total. So here's some key features and changes of Perseverance. It's bigger, it's faster, there's more scientific instruments, it's got 23 cameras, new wheels, a whole new software upgrade, also has a helicopter. The dudes from West Coast Customs even know we love smoothies, so they put a blender on the back of this thing. If you don't understand that, I'm either way too old or you're either way too young, I'm not sure which one. For the first time ever, we are also gonna be able to hear what Mars sounds like through a specially built microphone that's on board. Can you imagine hearing Mars for the first time and you hear like a deep alien voice be like, what's up bitches? I'd be like, holy shit. Perseverance has got so much shit going on. It almost reminds me of the Hess trucks my grandma used to buy me for Christmas back in the day. These trucks would have an ATV, you got the helicopter on the back, you fit like two motorcycles in there. You guys too? Just me? Okay. So the mission has two primary objectives. To search for evidence of microbial life, which will low-key be a big problem if we find life there, right? Like, what do you do if you find life? Do you just leave it there? Do you put it in a cage and let it grow? Do we just pack up our shit and leave, even though we spent billions of dollars, like, trying to get to Mars? What do you do with this little baby alien microbe? And the second mission objective is to test a new technology that will pave the way for humans to visit this planet, a.k.a. The Mars generation, baby. The first human that's gonna step on Mars is alive right now, and maybe it's you, maybe it's me. I doubt it's you guys, though, because anybody watching this right now are all sports gambling degenerates, but hey, I love you guys anyway. Just for the record, I gamble too, and I'm also a degenerate, so that's why we're all friends. So the most stressful part about this entire mission is the landing. It's got cameras on board for the first time, so we're gonna be able to actually visually see Perseverance go through the atmosphere and land in the Jezero crater, but we gotta wait seven minutes. They call it seven minutes of terror. Because of general relativity, it takes about seven minutes from a message from Mars to reach Earth. For seven minutes while Perseverance is going through the atmosphere and attempting to land, everybody at NASA is gonna be freaking out, including myself. We can't do anything but just sit and wait. So to reduce some stress, we're gonna play a drinking game. If it lands, we drink. If it doesn't land, we drink. <laughs> And now for what should be the highlight of 2021 in space, the deployment of the James Webb Telescope. It's no secret everybody and their mother loves the Hubble Telescope. It legitimately changed our understanding of the universe. However, its life is slowly coming to an end. It's time for a new premier observatory for the next decade, and that's NASA's James Webb Space Telescope. First off, Who's James Webb? He was the head of NASA back in the day, and he's also the first non-scientist to have a telescope named after him, which gives all of us hope. It's also pretty rare to have a telescope named prior to its deployment in space. God forbid something bad happens with the launch, right? If I had a SPO telescope named after me, and the SPO telescope blew up on its way to space, that might hurt my feelings a little bit. I mean, I, a little piece of myself would die. But in this case, James Webb is already dead, so rest in peace, but uh, I think we're good to go. The James Webb telescope will give us our first glimpse into what the early stages of the universe looked like after the Big Bang. It's gonna stare straight into the darkness of space and see what's there. Looking back in time with the James Webb telescope will be very similar to waking up after a one-night stand. 
You look at who's ever next to you and you're like, holy shit, I did not expect to see that. And that's exactly what's gonna happen when the web gets to work. The nearly $9 billion telescope will not orbit our planet like Hubble does. It's actually gonna orbit the sun at this spot called the Larange point. Larange. Larange. It's currently scheduled to launch on October 31st, 2021, which is very exciting because this thing has been delayed more times than the Carter Five. Waiting for this telescope for so long has been like one long Christmas Eve where you know you got presents under the tree, but you can't open that present until it's Christmas. The James Webb Telescope is honestly a thing of beauty and I cannot wait until this thing is deployed. I actually even plan on being the Webb for Halloween this year. I'm gonna be looking like a big ass honeycomb walking around the bar, discovering secrets about the universe. It's gonna be amazing. So if this gets pushed back any further, I'm gonna officially freak out. All right, so a couple weeks ago, y'all sent me over some questions on Instagram, which I am finally getting around to. So here we go. What is your favorite constellation and why? All right, so my favorite constellation is Orion. And I love it because it looks so sexy and so clean in the sky. It almost looks like aliens wrote us a message with stars, if that makes sense. Kind of. Favorite star or known planet outside the Milky Way? Uh, so this is a tough one. I mean, there's you know billions of planets out there, but I do like this new diamond planet I recently found. It's called 55 Cancri E. And it's a planet made of full diamonds, which is pretty fucking sick. Will we discover intelligent life in our lifetime? So I think we have, it's either A, just not recorded, I think it's either not public information, or I don't think we have the technology to even understand what the fuck to look for, to be honest. Do you think humans will reach a type one civilization? No. Why? Because we're smart, but we're dumb, right? I'm alive, but I'm dead. I'm alive, but I'm dead. Three, okay, top three planets in the universe. I can't, there's way too many. Exoplanets are my favorite planets. Any planet that is orbiting a star that is not ours, that's habitable. How old is the Earth? 4.5 billion, billion years. How old are you? 20, 26, 4.5 billion. Not a question, but a podcast on the history of UFOs would be sick. So when it comes to UFOs, we'll talk about them on here as news comes out. I mean, they're obviously real and this is a very serious topic that the world is finally accepting, but I would have two huge recommendations for you if you're a UFO guy. Number one, follow Jeremy Corbell on Instagram. Have fun learning about who he is. And number two, Follow I Believe in Humans podcast. Cool dudes over there. Attention passengers, we are now down to earth. Wow, okay, I need to lean back for a minute. We are finally back. We are now approved on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're gonna be on YouTube, Instagram, any social media platform, TikTok. Don't forget about TikTok. I've been on TikTok like killing it. I got like 250 fans. I'm still in Murray Hill. I refuse to leave Murray Hill, New York City. I will stay here until I die. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just weathering the storm. Hopefully in a couple months, everything will be back to normal and we'll be having fun in New York City again. Everything's good to go now. We got everything up and running. The Space with Spo show is back weekly on Wednesdays. So yeah, there you go. Episode four in the books. Thank you guys so much for the support. I love y'all. I'll see you next week. <laughs>